Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program with internet access. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. No, she's not. She's I'm Duch- not. She's the friend of the Duchess of the Dorks. She is our uh, name of backup quarterback in the NFL. Who? Uh, I don't know. Any? Any. Just name one. Connor Cook. She's our Connor <laughs> Cook. QB2. He's not in the NFL she's not anymore. Right. I know. But we did, we did name drop Connor Cook earlier. So Shout out Connor Cook. Shout out Connor Cook. This, this, this show's all about me today, isn't it's it? A big I, it's a big episode. Mallory like energy James day. James Winston. James Winston. Is Andy Dalton still back up? I know he's not. Who does he play for? I think he went to – I think – I think he went to Carolina. I, that yeah. sounds right. I think he's that a backup somewhere. Right. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, anyway, those other dulcet tones you hear belong to Greg Powers, our director of recruiting here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. What's up, y'all? Hi, Powers. Welcome in. Today is Wednesday, June 7th, 2023. It is 169 days until Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. What? I said it's 169 days till Thanksgiving. Nice. Thank this you. man already bought his turkey. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that vicious rumor. Happy birthday to former Ranger great and former Reds great Luke Farrell. There you go. Luke Farrell uh, turned 32 today. Uh, he played for the Reds in 2022. He played for the Rangers in 2019 and that curse it in 2020. Uh, it's episode 1,605. It's our 1,605th episode spectacular how i like to think of it are they all crandall wide receiver tight end joshua smith <laughs> today's show folks it's this week in recruiting with greg powers our recruiting analyst here at dave campbell's texas football and then with all the news and notes and we're gonna play a little lightning round it's gonna be fun nice uh and then back half of the program uh powers caught up with crandall wide receiver tight end joshua smith um the wide receiver tight end moniker is an interesting like 
that, that feels like something we've come up with in the last five I years. I should have called him an athlete, really, yeah. because you'll have a chance to see Joshua Smith mm-hmm. at 7-on-7 seven seven mm-hmm. this weekend as Crandall's competing in the Grapevine SQT. Mm-hmm. And he let me know he's going to be playing safety as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of, uh, I mean, he's really going to remind a lot of people of Sammy Amasigo, who signed with Oklahoma mm-hmm. last year. Big dude who can really, he could play a number of positions. He's very talented. I try to put him on with some p5 school more p5 schools this week mm-hmm. i think he's a p5 player we sure. will we'll hear from him coming up here at the back half of the program do we have first four through the door mal pal we sure do it was a random account love it uh andrew christensen and nick morton only have three today welcome in fellas mm. you know what i've i realized hmm. i was talking with a friend yesterday and i realized like i've been doing this show for almost eight years right mm-hmm. and there are people in my life like friends close friends who do not know that i do a daily podcast Really? Yeah. Like, I'm bad at promoting this show. Watch this show. Watch Friends. It. Tell a family. friend about this show. We're here every weekday at noon. Correct. I got to be better about that. Anyway, let's get on to some important topics. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. This is This Week in Recruiting. It's This Week in Recruiting. Greg Powers, our director of recruiting here at Dave Campbell's at Texas Football. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express. Let me just tell you about the generosity of Chicken Express. Okay. Okay. Like, I, I am somebody who, like, I just want to get what I pay for, right? I, I got chicken on Saturday. I got I got my normal four ten. We support the heck out of chicken e man. More, like, we eat more chicken. More e than I, think I got anybody. my got my got my normal four tendy box right. Got yeah. the box. Did you use your hack? I did. I got the dinner instead of the instead of the uh, the 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 with the combo. extra side comes an extra. Wait, side. whoa, 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 hack? Did you say hack? Yeah, there's what a, is you should what's watch the, the hack? Tepper's got a chicken e hack. It's uh, epic. If you do the dinner, if you say you want a dinner instead of the combo, then you get an you get a, an extra side instead of a drink. Oh. Okay, that uh-huh. rules. Yeah, because that's my biggest issue with Chicken Express is that I can never what? decide. You can't have an issue with Chicken Express. Well, it's a good issue. I can never yeah. decide what right. sides I want because they're all so you get a good. Bonus side. I like uh, it. Let me I tell like you about it. that. Was clutch. Like when he told us about that hack. Yeah, I was that is like, clutch. Yeah, that's... Let me tell you about the generosity though. Got the four tendy basket or four tendy dinner. Six tendies in there. Nice. It probably like five and a half. Like there was one kind of mini tendy, but there was definitely five full. Are and you then fully a committed to the 50-50 spicy versus regular or do you no i go back and forth that is a that is a that's a game time decision every time it's like i, I always think, get half and half yeah i think I'm always because you can't pick so i yeah. just get half and half i know mm-hmm. anyway we love you chicken express and it's we only sure 16 do. 16 17 days where we'll have our team outing to chicken express <gasps> yes, we will we will oh we'll i'm so excited yep. yes. shout out to the chicken eat hern yep. we'll We're, be there we'll yeah. be there <laughs> soon in like six so days, we'll all be hot and sweaty, but we, we will, will be, be there. And it's gonna, oh my gosh, it's gonna it hit. Hits, it hits yeah. so so much. Ooh. Anyway, since we're recruiting with Greg Powers, let's start with our prospect on the rise. Prospect on the rise, we're going down to Katie. Talk about Katie Jordan, another wide receiver tight end, Van yeah. Keith <laughs> Brown, Van Keith Brown, uh, who picked up an offer this week from Texas Southern, uh, and then right behind him in line. Kansas State, Cal, UConn, UTSA, Nebraska. Yeah, what a week. Uh, nice little week there for uh, 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 Katie Jordan, wide receiver tight end, uh, Van Keith Brown. Uh, Texas Southern just kind of popped the cork on it. It reminds me of that SpongeBob episode where he gets his driver's license and he's, gas it! 
He floor gassed it. it. Yeah, he floor, floor it. it. It's floor yeah, it. Floor it. <laughs> it is floor it. Yeah, for Van Keith Sorry. Brown, it was a floor it. Yeah, it was, was a floor, floor it week. week. Uh, big body guy can really climb the ladder. I like that he he played a lot of uh, quarterback for Katie Pato last year before um, transferring over to Katie Jordan. Um, obviously, a lot of the schools that were at these mega camps like what they saw out of Brown because his recruitment has just spiked tremendously, and he looks like one of those guys that is going to just be a red zone monster, especially mm-hmm. to just looking at his list. Now, Nebraska may be like a game-changing offer. They've really been attacking the Lone Star State, um, and I think that they're going to prioritize the tight end or the flex mm-hmm. wide receiver position within their offense. They did it really well at Baylor when the coaching staff was there. Bob Wager, former head coach at Arlington Martins, in charge of the tight end. So I, I think that could be a good offer, but he just seems like one of those guys that would fly under the radar and go to Kansas State and be like an all-Big 12 mm-hmm. type of guy. And Katie Jordan's offense, this is a team I'm putting on notice. I don't remember their record. Let me pull their record up really quick because um, I don't remember it off the top of my head from last season but their offense is really loaded this Mm -hmm. year because they have um andrew marsh who i think is you know one of the top two wide receivers in the class of 2025 in the state of texas they have zechariah sample who's committed Mm -hmm. to arizona state he actually took an an official visit to utah as well this weekend so p5 guy who plays on both sides of the ball and chad gasper is a really exciting running back they were five and five last year they finished fifth in the district Mm -hmm. i'm putting them in the playoff yeah they're four they're four and four in district they're they're basically a couple plays away from being a playoff team but they bring back uh 15 starters from last year's team yeah this team's going to be really good and i'm I'm excited to see what their young quarterback bo bryant can do with uh, all those wideouts Mm -hmm. i mean this offense is going to be really salty and van keith brown is just another weapon a guy that can really be someone that pick up you know pick up money first downs if you need someone to go to in the red zone this is a guy that can can be that for them and so i'm excited to see what that that katie jordan offense is going to be all about this year uh a name to know there van keith brown out of katie jordan a wide receiver tight end big bodied player who is uh, now hot on the recruiting trail speaking of hot on the recruiting trail let's go to our commit of the week probably the biggest news from the recruiting world last week uh is the midlothian wide receiver bryant wesco our number nine prospect in the dctf rising hot 100 a dctf four star committed this week to clemson had offers from everywhere but specifically it seems like he chose clemson over tcu texas lsu and oklahoma um i'll i'll just say this Clemson does not come into Texas like and just like rake in guys like Oklahoma does, like LSU does, right. like some other some other uh, some other schools, Arkansas. But when they come in, they tend to grab some big time heavy hitters, and they did it again with Bryant Wesco. I love the T Higgins comparison for Bryant mm-hmm. Wesco. I think that they are very similar players. Wesco's probably an underrated route runner for what he does because he's so good. Um, over the middle of the field, on the sideline, 50-50 balls, um, high-pointing the ball, playing over the top of defensive backs. Like, he's the guy, right? Like, he is probably the quintessential outside receiver. And he put up, put up monster numbers last year. 58 receptions, 1,160 yards, 17 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. THSCA, super elite, uh, Under Armour All-American. Um, huge get for Clemson. And I have to say that this is a tremendously sad news for TCU fans. Yeah. Because TCU was running point in this, or at least for a while, it appeared that TCU was running point in this recruitment, and this was going to be their marquee signing. Mm-hmm. Marquee signing, I feel like, in this cycle. Um, 
but he was blown away by the Clemson offer, blown away by the official visit. It sounds like the, the official visit weekend at Clemson was amazing. They landed I think he's the I think he was the highest rated linebacker in two four seven sports mm-hmm. rankings history. Mm-hmm. And Sammy Brown out of Georgia. So they beat Georgia and Ohio State for that kid. They got another wide receiver commit and another Texas based player to keep an eye on is Corian Gibson from Lancaster. Mm. Um I think it's better for schools like Texas the longer it plays out. Gibson hasn't issued a, a commitment yet. He has some visits coming up. Um Alabama um Texas, maybe Ohio State. So the longer it plays out, the better for those schools. But I, I would categorize Clemson as – I, and I think Clemson's been in the lead for quite a mm-hmm. while since his first unofficial visit there, uh, leader for Corian Gibson from Lancaster as well. Uh, it's a huge get for Clemson. It's a loss for the in-state schools at Midlothian's uh, star wide receiver, number nine prospect in all of Texas, according to Dave Campbell's text football. Bryant Wesco commits to the Clemson Tigers. It's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, our director of recruiting here at Dave Campbell's Texas football. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF today. Let's roll on to our underclassman of the week and a segment that we are going to call You're Old. <laughs> Special moment right here, y'all. <laughs> our underclassman of the week is DeSoto... Wide receiver Ethan Feaster, they call him Booby Feaster. He is in the class of 2027. <laughs> he doesn't look like he's in the class of 2027 no, either. <laughs> this is a like humbling <laughs> moment, I got to tell you. This is a humbling moment because theoretically this guy was born in 2010, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that right? That's crazy. 2009, 2010, yeah. 2011, around then. Holy um, crap. This is a tough one, pal. Uh, for me personally. Anyway, let's talk about this this, this outstanding young player. Uh, DeSoto's wide receiver, uh, Booby Feaster, has already has 20 scholarship offers. He got six in the one day last week. Jeez. Michigan, Texas State, San Diego State, UNLV, Texas Southern, and Grambling. He's already got offers from places like A&M, TCU, Texas Tech, SMU, Arizona. It goes on and on and on and on. Um, I just need to go like... I had to go take my Metamucil and, and have a 4.30 dinner and just watch my stories and go to get bed. Get over being old and get excited about the future because you're, go, you're going to get a chance to see this kid play at the state 7-on-7. Seven seven. Mm-hmm. He's already playing up on DeSoto's 7-on-7 seven seven mm-hmm. squad. He is the truth. Mm-hmm. And I tried to put it in – I tried to, like, frame it up in my mind of a, a prospect that I can remember having this much recruiting attention at such a young age – I don't want to call it hype because I'm buying into the hype. I've already got a chance mm-hmm. to watch him run with the ones. He's like going to I, – I mean, I would be surprised if he didn't start on DeSoto's team next year. That's wow. how good he is. He's very refined route runner, big, legit 6'1", 170, 175 pounds. To be clear, he is – he will be a freshman this year. He will year. be a freshman this upcoming yes. season. Correct. was in the eighth grade this past year. Um, national champion in the 200-meter dash. Mm-hmm. He had the fastest time in the country as an eighth grader. Um, and the offer list is, like, legit. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't have a good comparison. I think the best comparison I can come up with that I covered back in my national analyst days was probably Dylan Moses. Mm. And mm-hmm. I remember Quinn Ewers had an offer from North Texas, like, after his seventh grade year or something mm-hmm. like that. Nice. But he didn't have 20. No. I think Ohio State offered him in between his eighth and ninth grade year. Mm-hmm. So there's been some guys that's gotten a lot of attention in you know their middle school days. As a matter of fact, there's like a handful of prospects in the Lone Star State right now that are 
you know, hit, sitting around three or five scholarship offers. It's way advanced compared to where it used to be because of the camp scene and, and needing to identify these guys early. Zane Rowe up at uh, Denton Geyer is a guy that comes to mind. But uh, Feaster is a guy who I have already at the top of the board in 2027. So I have him penciled in as the number one prospect already. He hasn't even suited up for the varsity team. So he has to be unseated from that, right? Like if he's not going to be the number one prospect, someone has to take it from him. That's how I feel about it right now. It's way early. I mean, it's way early, right? You don't even know who the guys are. Mm-hmm. But Feaster's going to be there. Yeah, this segment makes my knees hurt. <laughs> um, I'm not having a good time. This is tough for me. Uh, Booby Feaster is a name you're going to get to know for the next four years uh, as the star <laughs> wide receiver there at DeSoto. Let's round it all out with our Recruit of the Week. Our Recruit of the Week is the DCTF five-star, the number one prospect in all of the land of the DCTF Hot 100, Rising Hot 100. It's Duncanville defensive end Colin Simmons. Uh, And the news this week is that he has lined up his official visits. Uh, He's going to take five of them right now. Uh, First to Miami, then Alabama, then Oregon, then Texas, then Texas A&M. He was a superstar for the 6A Division I state champion Duncanville Panthers last week, last year rather, and is uh, is only rising up recruiting charts. He will take those five official visits. You always tell me, uh, don't listen to what they say, watch what they do. You would have to think that these five are feeling at least better than the other 150 other schools that have offered him. Yeah, I mean... I'm looking at the dates too. You know, I'm not. He's going to be at Oregon six twenty, mm-hmm. Texas six twenty three, Texas A and M six twenty six. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. that's a tough stretch mm-hmm. of visits. It could be a blast, but when yeah. I'm showing up for Texas after being at Oregon on six twenty three, I'm you know I'm probably tired. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oregon's going to show him a good time. He's probably going to be tired heading into Austin, yeah. and Austin long flight. Austin's probably going to roll out the red carpet for him as well. I would imagine everyone's going to roll college out the red station. After the bat, you know, right on top of those two trips, even more tired. So, I mean, looking at this list, advantage Alabama. Is that really? You know what I mean? Because my thought is, here's last my visit. thought. My thought is you get last at bats. Like, A&M gets to be the la- theoretically, again, like he can take as many visits as he wants. But theoretically, A&M would be the last voice in his ear. So, I'm going to throw a, a twister into this one. Okay. Right? July 1st kicks in a new NCAA rule mm-hmm. where you can take unlimited official right. visits mm-hmm. so you can take five before july 1st mm-hmm. that's it after that he can take visits to wherever he wants he Ten thousand if he wants lsu is going to get a visit okay you know what i mean lsu is going to get a visit in this in the fall the fact so, that he doesn't have an lsu visit he's saving it for the fall that could be big like that, that's big news i think florida is another school that's been pretty involved in this should probably get an official visit in the fall as well. So I think Colin Simmons is one of these guys who has played his recruitment close enough to the vest that they're, these top schools are going to want to have Colin Simmons on campus, mm-hmm. right, and make their pitch to him. If he wants to take 20 official visits, Colin Simmons is the type of recruit who could do it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be very interesting to see how this plays out. This could actually be the first state of Texas, I'm going to call it like this, mega recruit from the standpoint that a lot of this decision could be based around visits, how the coaching landscape changes by the time he makes a final decision, and NIL deals. Yeah. So this recruitment is I'm I'm calling it now, this recruitment's going to be wild. And not from a I'm not saying that from a I'm saying that from a very positive standpoint. Everybody wants Colin Simmons and Colin Simmons is going to play it out. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I'm 
I'm, I'm fascinated by this because he's taking these visits, obviously, because he has summers off, right? But he does not, he doesn't have to commit for eight months, nine right. months. He could, he could take this thing all the way to the wire. He could take this all, all the way to signing day if he wanted to. Um, and so this is a very intriguing, this is a very intriguing set of circumstances for him, especially with the July 1 thing, because you're right. He's got all these offers. And we know that not every team that he's gonna that he's presently going to visit are teams that he has has expressed interest in. Right. right? And, well, this list has evolved too and changed. Oklahoma was a contender contender in this early on. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma was throwing everything at Colin Simmons, making him the highest priority recruit on their board. Mm-hmm. You know, every coach on the squad was recruiting Colin mm-hmm. Simmons. He's made multiple trips to Georgia already. Yeah. And George is not even listed here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so, this the, this one has a chance to so, heat up. And I don't think that I don't think that we're we're going to play speed round later. So I'm going to mm-hmm. if you ask me about Colin Simmons, I'll give my pick then. But mm-hmm. I don't think that you could come close to you could get it right mm-hmm. if you guessed. Yeah, if you're an informed guest, you could get it right. But I wouldn't feel confident in saying that anybody's in the lead or what is going to happen you've there's been some stories around this one too that you know he's one of the most marketable guys in this mm-hmm. recruiting class he's mm-hmm. so fun to watch too led his team to a 6a division one state championship plays for what i would consider the most loaded college prospect roster in texas high school football which is the biggest state for producing college level talent mm-hmm. and he plays a position a premium that, position. A premium position mm-hmm. that gets after quarterbacks. This, it's just going to be a fun recruitment. So I mean, buckle up and get ready for a good roller coaster ride, and, and follow us here at DCTF for the latest news on Colin Simmons. We'll keep you plugged in. Should be fun. Should be fun. Should be fun to be Colin Simmons. It's always fun to be Greg Powers, a director of recruiting at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Follow him on Twitter at G Power Scout. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com/slash/recruiting, and stick around because I need you to tell me who you talk to. Okay, can you do that? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, I'll be here. How sure? hundred uh, percent. Okay, great. You're you're, you're fully my, committed. Sending my check on Friday. You're, right? sol- you're solid for sending my check on Friday. Ha! I don't get to send the checks. Well, I mean, you, you have sway. Good. You hold sway. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider going to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber. Get the 2023 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands. If you want to get it as early as possible, you got to go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You also get the recruiting edition, masterfully penned by Greg Powers, uh, as well as Dave Campbell's Texas football, ba- uh, Dave Campbell's Texas basketball, masterfully penned by Ishmael Johnson. At all, you get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com and a year of Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming platform with hundreds and hundreds of Texas high school football games and hundreds of Texas high school football playoff games. Everything I just listed, all for less than fifty bucks, makes a great gift as well. Go to TexasFootball.com/slash-subscribe. Now, a word from our friends at VCR now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. 
Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. Back here on Texas Football Today with Greg Powers, our director of recruiting. I, I want to play a little lightning round with you. Okay. I've got a few pieces of news from the week, as well as like some prospects that are on my mind that I just want to get your take on where things stand and, and what you're thinking sure. about these guys. So I want to start with some news that came out, uh, I believe, on Monday, and that was the news out of Baylor, specifically that they lost DeSoto linebacker Brandon Booker. Um, he decommitted and then like... 10 minutes later, yeah, it's, it's a flip. Functionally, it's a flip. Um, he decommitted from Baylor and flipped to Stanford. Um, this feels like, I know Booker was a really important part of that 2024 recruiting class for, for Baylor. This feels like a pretty big loss for them. Yeah, I think so. Um, Booker waited just long enough that I could write the article that he had decommitted <laughs> from Baylor before he committed to Stanford. Nice. So nice. we just changed the title. Mm-hmm. Put in that he committed to Stanford. You know, but... I do I do feel like it was a setback for Baylor because I like Booker as a Big 12 type of player because he's a guy that is not only a sound tackler, he's great in coverage, mm-hmm. right? He's a new age style linebacker, had I think four interceptions last year off the top of my head, um, over 100 tackles, a guy who's always around the football, but he's not a liabil- liability in pass coverage. Mm-hmm. So um, when he committed to Baylor, it was a bit of a surprise to me. Um, I didn't know it was coming, so it was like one of those ones that was off of my radar mm-hmm. a little bit. We de- when he decommitted from Baylor, it was a surprise. But looking at the timing of everything, Stanford had offered him after he was committed. Mm. So we we were just chatting about it in the office, and I was like, oh, well, you know, Stanford pr- probably makes a lot of sense here. Um because they offered a- after, why would they extend that offer? They're not a team that extends a lot of scholarship offers if they don't have a shot at you mm-hmm. I would say i would put that offer up there in in the country the stanford offer is one of the toughest to get yeah so i mean yeah it was a big setback for baylor but they bounced that out by getting a couple of big commitments in state yeah i want to i want to kind of talk about that because they also got a flip from purdue uh, yep. in wide receiver mason dossett the um uh the uh four pin rich point kind of do it all athlete uh, he's just kind of a track guy. Um, he does a lot, of, a lot of things there. But, but uh, Mason Dossett is is heading to Baylor. But there are some family ties there as well, right? Yeah, his dad is uh, Martin Dossett, who played at, who ran track at, at Baylor. I here's what I like about Mason. He's he's got a track lineage. Mm-hmm. He's got a great athletic profile. Mm-hmm. 13.66, 110-meter hurdles, was third at the Texas Relays, which I don't really know how to put that into comparison with you know, the state times, but the Texas Relays brought in guys from across the country, not just Texas. So, I mean, I thought that that was a really good time that he put up there. So, And I look at hurdles as being like that athletic, right? Like you're not mm-hmm. only fast, but you're athletic while being fast. But he's 
to me even better in pads. Mm. I I love him in pads. He's playing in, at Fort Bend Ridge Point, a team that also has Ashton Bethel Roman, another great wide receiver. That's a that's a tremendous one-two punch at the high school level, and it would be a tremendous one-two punch at the collegiate level as well. Mason's a guy who gets it done. That speed translates into the pads. He's even dangerous in the, in the return game on special teams. So this was a, a huge get for Baylor. There was some talk like back when he committed to Purdue, like Baylor had already offered at that point. Mm-hmm. Where was he at on that board or whatever? And I couldn't believe that they weren't pushing as hard at the time for his commitment. So glad to see that it all worked out because this is a big get for Baylor. I think he's going to be a productive college player. Um, and then I've got three guys who are in our top 50 that I'm just interested in checking in on. And they're actually only all three. East, they're actually all East Texas guys. Okay. Uh, I want to start in Longview and talk about Taylor Tatum. He's okay. our number 10 prospect in the DCTF rising hot 100. Um, he is a hot commodity. Uh, I think, I think this, I think the secret is out that uh, Taylor Tatum is pretty good. Um, where where do things stand right now with the kind of do it all? I would say the real engine of that Longview team heading into twenty twenty three. I'm accustomed to thinking about Longview guys staying in state. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's just the truth. Like I would think if they're going to go to Texas, Boy, or that's Texas interesting. A&M. I'm sure they've had guys go out of state, but like you're oh, right. it's changed now. Yeah. Like Jalen Hale signed mm-hmm. with Alabama mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. I'm putting at the top of. The list for Taylor Tatum, unofficial. This is unofficial. 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 This is Greg Powers' only thoughts. Speed round, right? I can only just – I would think I'd blurt out one. Yeah. Georgia. I'd go like – you'd say yeah. Taylor Tatum. I'd say Georgia. But Michigan's a player okay. in this too. You know, Michigan sits in a good spot. The thing to think about when you're looking at Taylor Tatum is that he wants to play baseball and football mm. in college. There's some teams that offer that. Michigan did a really good job of pitching him on playing both. But if I'm wanting to play baseball in college, do I want to play at Michigan or do I want to play at Georgia mm-hmm. or A and M? You know what I mean? Like, there's, I don't know. I guess I don't know enough about college baseball to put to know if Michigan's relevant. They do produce good running backs, but I'm saying that by the time the dust settles, maybe Georgia. Staying in East Texas, going farther East Texas. Let's go to Jasper. Okay. Ty Anthony Smith, the linebacker there. I love this kid's tape. I think he's a superstar playmaker out there uh, for the Bulldogs. He he really embodies that like. Jasper style, like just real gritty, right. like gutty, like nasty football. He hits hard. He's, he's he strikes you. Um, we got him as the number thirty, number, yeah, number, number one inside number, linebacker. Number one inside linebacker. Um, we've got him in the where is he ranked? He's high up there. Nineteen. Nineteen or eighteen. Eighteenth in the state. What do you what are you making about Ty Anthony Smith? Because I know he's had some offers and some some he's got some visits, I, th- I want to say, lined up. I, I think he's gonna go to Texas AM or Texas. Okay. So I put Texas AM in the lead. He took his first official visit there, so Texas is gonna have a, a later shot at him mm-hmm. on his official visit schedule. Oklahoma's also gonna receive an official visit. Um Texas has done a great job of recruiting him since the jump they really have he's been multiple trips there i'm gonna go texas a&m one now but it's like a 1a 1b this could go this is like a traditional in-state battle to me last one in the lightning round here and this is a guy that i don't know if we've talked a ton about number 48 in the state jakyle baker uh, out of brownsboro uh, he's a guy who i think maybe because of the school he plays at flies a little bit under the radar he's dctf four star though he's got offers from all over uh he is a basketball guy he's a track guy he's a superstar on the track actually right. um jakyle jakyle baker what are you what are you thinking there i think the bryant wesco commitment to Clemson is going to change the Ja'Kyle Baker really 
recruiting process. I think there are teams like um, Oklahoma may push for him. Texas offered him early. That Now there may be a better opportunity for Ja'Kyle Baker at a school like Texas. Oklahoma State is a school that traditionally does really good with these types of players in the Lone Star State. Mm-hmm. Guys who are a little bit off of the beaten path. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to say that you're a four-star, you're off the beaten path, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But Brownsboro's not the yeah. your traditional pipeline school. Oklahoma State does pretty good in that and then turns those players into superstars. So it's something to, to bear in mind. But I think Wesco coming off the board is going to change things. I think Texas A&M and Texas and Oklahoma, this is a guy who's now going to be towards the top of their boards. And I think this thing's just – it's about to heat up. You think the urgency just – Increase yeah. for a number of teams because of because of the commitment of uh, yeah, of Brent it's, Westcott. it's going to get okay. it's going to get really interesting okay. with Baker here down the stretch. Now. Okay, another guy whose recruiting is very interesting is out at Crandall. Uh, as our Greg Powers is out in Crandall, caught up with the wide receiver and tight end there, Joshua Smith, uh, big framed young fella. Yeah, uh, and uh, I always love these interviews because I know how big you are and I know how big <laughs> and and so I'm just like oh. It's like it's like banana for scale. Anyway, here is Crandall wide receiver tight end Joshua Smith here on Texas Football today. Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and I'm out here joined by Joshua Smith at Crandall High School. Man, making me look small on the camera. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, one of the most athletic players in the Lone Star State. Uh, offers coming in from far and wide, double-digit offer list. But before we dive into the recruiting, man, I just want to ask you about Crandall High School the team has been on a, an upward trajectory for a while now how the team look in the spring and what's the expectations like in the 2023 season uh 2023 expectations are high for us considering the, of the great year we had last year lost a couple of our good superstars but we're still required to hold the same standard as we did last year nothing less just get better from here man it seems like every time I talk to one of the guys out at Crandall they're good interview intelligent smart know what to say what is it in the water over there why why are you guys producing not only excellent football players but student athletes uh it's just because our attitude attitude and the people we're surrounded surrounded by our coaches they give us good energy our teammates give good energy good in the classroom so it makes us feel comfortable makes us feel confident so that for we get interviews and questions everything's good um you're a guy who's very athletic can play multiple positions do you like that do you like the like being able to flip over and if you have to play some defense play some offense play some h i mean you're a guy that can, I guess, do a little bit of everything yeah. out there on the field. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Um, I, being on the offensive side and being able to people to recognize me, being able to play outside, slot, tight end, wherever is good. Use my speed for a lot of advantages, height for advantages, because people don't really see people like me, my size, my height, be able to move like I can. So it's just good that people can recognize me being able to move like that. Uh, Double-digit offer list right now. We wouldn't be able to talk about every school. I picked out some schools to ask you about. A school that seems to be doing pretty well in the state of Texas right now, or at least I've been hearing a lot the last couple weeks, is Tulsa. What is it about Tulsa that keeps him in the game for you? Uh, Coach Switz. Coach Switz, he always keeps a positive attitude. He always checks up on me consistently. They're always eager to get me down on campus. He's came to the school three times. He's talking about coach a couple times. He came to watch film with us after practice seven on seven. He's just on top of me, and I like that. Another school, um, I don't hear about this one as much, so I'd like to hear from your perspective what makes them really like in the game? Alabama, Birmingham, UAB. Uh, the coaches there, they're all for me. Like I'm on the top tier on their list of tight ends coach. He's just on me. They want to. They don't want to just use me as a tight end. They want to use me outside everywhere to move around. Just me, me being on their top recruiting list is also what's helping me there too. Uh, in state, UTSA. 
Uh, they just not coming to pitch. I love the love that they give me. I already got a official set up for the 23rd and the 25th. I can't wait to get down there. My family can't wait to get down there. Coach Price is really good. He came to my spring game. Uh, I love Coach Price. He shows nothing but great attitude. Can't wait to get down there. Uh, what are you hoping to see while you're on that visit that can maybe tip you in the right direction, possibly give you a TSA a leg up? Uh, the chemistry with the coaches and players. That's why I look for it. The consistency with the players. So. If they act differently towards the players, then act with the coaches. I just want the same love that they show each other. I don't want it differently. I just want it all good. Now, um, I know recruiting's not over for you. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma's a school that's been showing you interest, and they signed a guy from Crandall last year, and Sammy Almasigo. Uh, how much interest are they showing you? What would an offer from OU mean to you? An offer from OU mean would mean really good love because my teammate Sammy went there. That would just put it up. They've been coming to my school since my freshman year. They've been watching me and Sammy, so it would mean a lot that they actually look at me. You're hearing this, Boomer Sooner coaches. I know you are. Go ahead and take a chance on this guy. He's out here dominating the 7-on-7 seven -seven action. That's why I'm talking to him right now. Josh Smith, man, thanks for the time, and good luck with your senior season. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. There he is, Joshua Smith, large boy at uh, Crandall High School. Impressive athlete. He is. I mean, well-spoken. Oh, yeah. Coach Harden's doing a tremendous job over there with that program. They, they are. I mean, Crandall has become a, like, must-stop yeah. place because you, like, they've always got dudes now, and, and they develop them well, and they they all, like, they always, and they always feel like, because, and you'll have to help me with his last name, Samuel. Omasigo. Omasigo. He was kind of the same way of, like, I remember when you interviewed him, and I was like, that's an impressive young man. Like, yeah. that's just, you know what I mean? So, whatever they're doing there, it's not just, they're really fast and good at football, but also, like, head screwed on straight, good, at like, good media skills and stuff like that, which matters, right? Yeah, those, those well, things. it's awesome, too, to cover good people who have good teams. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And Coach Harden's one of the best. So Absolutely. He's a really good dude. We appreciate Crandall's uh, Joshua Smith taking some time with us. Let's go over to Mallory Hartley for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, we had somebody in the YouTube comments make a, a very specific request. Okay. Um, it says, from random account. Dance. says, can oh. Greg Powers mm. replace Greg Tepper? He seems to be the slightly better Greg. And I just want to know the, the, the feelings around this. No notes. 100% agree. Um, okay. I think that's, I think that's strong. Um, and he seems to feel pretty strongly about it. Yeah. The guy in the comments. Uh, so. Do I have to be here every day if that were the case? See, that's the thing. This is a, uh, <laughs> like, you know what the best, you know what the best ability is? What's that? Availability. There you go. Correct. <laughs> so until I'm not available, so until I get hit by a bus, I'm probably going to I'll be take here. the compliment being the best Greg, but I don't know if I need to host the show. See, that's the thing. You just want the glory. No you just want the, you want the, glory the best the Greg work. title. Yeah, there, yeah, perfect. You want the glory no, and not the we work. Understand, we yeah. understand each other. Classic. Classic powers. Classic Greg. Am I right? Classic Greg. <laughs> Two for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Joshua Smith of Crandall High School for being our guest. For Mallory Hartley and Greg Powers, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm -hmm.